Hello, everyone. Brody here. I have a guest today, Rob Dumford. Rob Dumford was a practicing lawyer for 30 years and a proclaiming atheist. He's not an atheist anymore. He is now living a life totally on fire for Jesus. His testimony is incredible. Him and his beautiful wife, Nicole, now own off-grid cabins in Northern Ontario called Camp Blaze. I have been there and the place is incredible. I left feeling totally refreshed. Just a reminder, Deidre and I have our own webpage. It's www.brodyanddeidrehate.com. We wanted to thank all of our monthly partners because you guys allow us to make all of this content. If you would like to become a partner, just head over to our webpage and click the donate button and it will take you to our ministry page over at E3 Ministry. So once again, thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Welcome to Life on Fire with Brody and Deidre Hate. Living a life fully alive. Hello, everybody out there in the podcast world. We are having an awesome day today. Deidre isn't with me today, but I have my great friend Rob Dumford with me, and I am totally excited about today's podcast because Rob has such an awesome story of God's grace. Rob, it's nice to have you. It's great to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Rob, we met not even that long ago. No, the Valiant Men's uh, Conference in 2018. 2018. Yeah, we met at a conference called Go. And during that conference, they were playing my testimony for the first time. Yeah. And you got to see my testimony. I remember that conference because it was so powerful. Uh, the church was doing outreaches all over the community. It was it was incredible because there was there was so like six hundred men in love with Jesus, just eager to just go out there and literally go. I mean, that was what the conference was was called, and we wanted to do it, and we did it. <laughs> you guys did it, and you were like a newer Christian. I didn't know at the time. That's right. Yeah, I've I'd been a Christian for ninety days uh, <laughs> before the conference, and I was so excited about attending it because I'm like, all these men, man, there's something going to be amazing going on, and I'm just going to step into that and see where the Holy Spirit leads me. So they had like fifteen different initiatives, I guess you could call them, uh, where many people, some people went out to build things, uh, some went and served at different places, but then there was the one training that a lot of us in E3 ministry were part of uh, going out to the community to share about Jesus. And it, 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 that was the first time I'd ever been very conscious and deliberate about praying about something before I decided where the Holy Spirit wanted me to go on that. And every single one of the initiatives was completely in my comfort zone. But the one that stood out on that list that was like, okay, Holy Spirit, that's what you're telling me I'm supposed to do. Street evangelism. <laughs> right. I'm only 90 days into this whole Christian thing. Really? Am I equipped? No, but I will be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find that awesome because um, some people go their whole lives and uh, they're not sharing the gospel or don't feel equipped. <laughs> but out of all things, you chose evangelism. 
I just think that's that must have been the Holy Spirit. It, totally the Holy Spirit. That's the only reason I knew I could do it. <laughs> now, before we go a bit into your testimony, just uh, share a bit of your experience um, during that outreach. Oh, that was so so amazing, and it really was life changing for me to 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 do that with uh, with 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 you and your team E three. Uh, equipping in a really short period of time. We had like a 20-minute crash course on how to share Jesus. And uh, it, it was incredible. We were, we, were, uh, we were let loose in Conestoga Mall in Kitchener. And uh, it, was, it was incredible. I've, I, I, I was never so excited about <laughs> just seeing where the Holy Spirit was prompting me to go up to people and, and pray for them. And, and it, was, it was a real incredible experience because, again— I was very, I was very deliberate about knowing that the Holy Spirit. That's the only way I was going to be able to do this. Mm. And the Holy Spirit, it was, it was like I was being carried through the mall and led to to specific people by the Holy Spirit. It was just so incredible. And I, when I was done, like it was, was kind of sad. It was over, mm. but it's not over because we get to do it all the time, every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we do it together now. Amen. And. Uh, yeah, I can relate because uh, my first training that I went to to share the gospel, just like you, Rob, it forever changed my life. Totally like I, I'm just not the same anymore. That's right. <laughs> like once I seen the Holy Spirit touch people and, and oh, it was just so awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you were only a Christian for 90 days. You just became a believer, um, but you had an incredible journey Leading up to that, I know that you were a lawyer and you were an atheist. Yes. So, Rob, <laughs> why don't you share just a, a bit about where you came from before you ended up in this church, right? In, the, in this gospel sharing training. <laughs> well, uh, so yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and I'm not a sit on the fence kind of guy, I guess. Right. So, um, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't just an atheist. I was a I was a committed, I would say I was a committed militant atheist uh, all throughout my, I absolutely did not have any church background whatsoever, um, and um, raised by non-believers, surrounded by non-believers, um, throughout my, uh, my high school, university, I wouldn't only um, sort of not believe but I would actively seek out Christians to debate, belittle, demean. I was a nasty guy, mm. and I got my kicks out of pursuing Christians. I've met people like that before. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have said if you would have came up to debate me, Rob, and I would have just said, I, I, I don't have an answer for you. I just, I just believe. <laughs> I believe that Christianity was for the weak. Okay for the feeble-minded, mm. for people who needed a crutch and couldn't get on with their own lives. Mm. <laughs> that's what I thought. That's what you thought. That's what I thought, and that's what I believed. So how long did this go for? And and it, did you feel as an atheist you were angry? No, I thought I was superior. Superior, okay. I thought I was superior. <laughs> and uh, I was, I was, I was, I was living that life until I was 47 years old. And okay. then I started a journey. <laughs> so you started uh, 
like a long career of being a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of that career, you were an atheist. Yep. Um, and how was your career? I was I was successful. I uh, I started practicing in England. Then I came back to Canada in 2006. Partner in a large uh, multinational law firm. Externally, I had everything you could possibly want. I had I had the job. I had the house. I had the car. I had the beautiful wife, mm. which which I still have the beautiful wife. Um, I had I had everything, mm. but I came to a point where I realized that there was something that I didn't have. Mm. And I didn't know at first what it was. And I didn't know how to get it Mm. because I'd spent my entire life. I never thought Christianity was the answer. I didn't think Jesus was the answer, but I didn't know what the answer was. So you were hungry going on like a a journey, searching. You got to a point of searching and uh, wondering the tough questions that we all ask. I, I came to realize that there was this, like I, I describe it as a black hole in me. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to fill it. I was trying to fill it with everything that contemporary society says is okay to strive for, is okay to pursue, is okay to idolize. And it was, the more I fed that, darker and larger this hole was and it was like um it was like i was dying of thirst and drinking salt water and i realized that i couldn't continue doing that or i would die wow yeah i can definitely relate with my story a little bit different than yours but i tried to feed it with everything i could have and at the end it just felt unbearably empty yes and hopeless and for myself suicidal um, it felt like there was even a way out. Um, it was like a spiraling dark pit, I guess. That's I, exactly how I would describe it. <laughs> yeah. So for you, Rob, what, ha- what happened? Um, what happened in your life? What, what led you to Jesus or what it transpired? It was, uh, I look back on it, on it now and I realize that God knows me better than I, I n- ever will know myself. And he knows what we need, when we need it, and how we need it. And the, the journey started in the summer of 2017. I was I was commuting to work, and um, I hate talk radio station. And remember, I hate Christians, right? So uh, I, I'm I'm driving to work, and I I can't say randomly, but I ended up accidentally. Um, changing the station on my on my Jeep to this talk radio station. And I'm like, oh, I hate that. And then for a second, I'm like, oh, wow, it's a Christian talk radio station. Definitely not going to listen to that. But something prevented me from changing the channel. So I drove to work and I listened to this Christian radio station. And I, I heard things that I'd not heard before. I'd heard things that I... I I couldn't believe because it was just like there's this like Jesus Jesus loves me even though I can't love myself because of the things I've done and and all the mistakes I've made and all the pain I've caused in people's lives and how I'm living my own life and Jesus can know all that and still love me that doesn't make sense and um, 
but I couldn't stop thinking about it when, when I went to work. I probably did not have a productive day that day at work. Wow. I'm just thinking about Jesus all day. And then I'm looking forward to the commute home because I'm going to listen to more about this guy. And that became a, a bit of a dark secret for me. The atheist is secretly listening to Christian radio station on the commute to and from, uh, to and from work. And that's what, that's what started me on the journey because I started to think about things in a different way. And I just started to wonder, maybe there's something, maybe there's something here. Wow. that That's amazing. Cause it, I remember when I first went to church and pastor was teaching and I just couldn't get enough. Like I wasn't a full on believer, but I just wanted to keep coming every week and hearing what he was had to say. Well, so the, I had a couple of false starts, but one of the other amazing things about our God is that uh, when we stumble, he He picks us up and we can carry on, right? Yeah. Um, it, it got to the point where I had so many questions that I wanted to talk to somebody about it, but I didn't know any Christians because I'd spent 47 years pushing them away and destroying them if I could. <laughs> so um, I had to sit my wife down and confess to my wife that her atheist husband is listening to Christian radio and he would like to talk to her about it. So he would like her to start listening to Christian radio too. And maybe we should buy a Bible. <laughs> you started sharing your faith already. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. You say yeah. that. Cause I never thought of it, of it like that, but yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. So how did that go? Well, it, it, <laughs> At, at first, first I'm, I have to Google where do you where do you find a Bible, right? Yeah. So I'm looking for a Christian bookstore, and I find one, and I go to the counter, and at first I'm afraid like everybody's going to point at me, and like I have a big atheist sign on my back or something. But I go to the counter, and I and I I say to the say to the the the, the person working behind the counter, kind of sheepishly and embarrassed, I would like to buy a Bible. <laughs> no, I didn't say. A Bible. I said the Bible. The I Bible. remember this. I would like to buy the Bible. You didn't say the Holy Bible. I should have said the Holy Bible. <laughs> and she points to this wall and she says, they're over there. I'm like, what do you mean they? Isn't there only one? Like, you have different like translations, like NIV, King James, New King James, Amplified. Living, Amplified, <laughs> Message. Like, oh man, that was an eye-opener. Yeah. I went for the Amplified because as a lawyer, I like words. Mm -hmm. So I figure I'll go with the one that has the most words because that's probably the best one for me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we bought a Bible and we started reading it at night, my wife and I, and sharing about it. And then eventually it was like, maybe we should go to a church. Mm -hmm. I know it's crazy and I'm not like necessarily saying I'm buying into this, but I think maybe we should go to a church because maybe we should talk to some other Christians. <laughs> or, not other Christians. We weren't Christians. Yeah. Christians. Let's just yeah. talk to Christians about this Jesus guy. Yeah. And um, we uh, we went to one church, and I realized that, yeah, that's not for me. It's just a moment. It's just not a real thing. Um, it, yeah, it's yeah. just a phase. Mm -hmm. And then um, the thing is I couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> I couldn't stop reading the Bible. I was getting hungry to know more about this guy and um but it was a it was a it was a it was a private kind of journey and then i was driving 
to, we were having a party at our house on a Sunday and I'm driving down the highway to get ice because we ran out of ice at the party. And now I'm listening to this Christian radio station live and there's a service and one of the pastors uh, I'm, I'm, I'm driving down highway six in Morriston, Ontario. And the pastor says, someone who's listening to this, um, I'm not, it's going to be hard yeah. for me to get through this, but, okay. um, he says, someone who's listening, listening to this, uh, listening to my voice wants to say yes to Jesus. <laughs> and I, I had to pull over to the side of the road and the pastor said, raise your hand. And I, I pull over to the side of the road and I just start to weep and weep and weep and weep and weep. Wow. And I'm bawling and I don't know why, but I felt this incredible, incredible release. And I'm like, <laughs> I, th- I think I, I think I've said, I think I'm saying yes, that I want Jesus in my life. So I went home, I got, well, I got myself together, got the ice, went home. And at the end of the barbecue, everybody was gone. I said to my wife, okay, the, this is what happened. I, I think we do need to go to a church. I think we need to go to a church. But um, e- even then, God's like, I'm really going to tell you, Rob, that, that this is a real thing because I know you better than you know yourself. So. I'm going to give you just this crazy revelation and or experience. And mm-hmm. that's what, that's what God did. And that's after that, I'm like, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> wow. That just on the side of the, the road worshiping. Yeah. And just, I just have a picture of you just, that's it. Just crying and crying hands in the air saying, yes, Jesus, I want you in my life. Yeah. And I felt this incredible release and this warmth. It's crazy. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh my gosh. So you guys joined a church um, and a lot of other stuff has happened along the way. So you, you give your life to Jesus. Yes. So these things happen in very quick succession because um, back in 2017, we um so we 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 had a property it's it was a it used to way back in the day be a commercial hunt camp it's called camp blades and um we uh we were getting ready for um uh not to offend anybody but we were hunting yeah uh, we were hunting moose we were preparing to hunt moose and um the Thursday before the season opened on Saturday, I'm on the porch and I have this experience. And in my head, I hear you will harvest before 11 a.m. on Saturday. Hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um, so I kept it to myself. Yeah. Didn't share it initially. And then, um, we go up to the retreat and uh, everybody's having a good time. It's getting kind of late Saturday's opening day. And I say to everybody, so we should all probably get an early night because it's going to be a big day tomorrow and no one's really taking me seriously. And then I said, so just to let you know, God has spoken to me and we're going to harvest a moose before 11 o'clock tomorrow. And none of your friends were 
believers. No. And they all thought I had lost my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew it was going to happen because I'd heard the Holy Spirit tell me. Yeah, it was really clear. It was as clear as your voice. And, <laughs> wow. I, and I'm like, that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so the next day, um, we were out in the bush and and at 1030, 10.34 uh, in the morning, this moose walks up to me in I'm I'm in a tree stand and the moose walks up to the tree and stares at me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. And uh, I had to figure out what I was going to do because I'm thinking, wow, that's a beautiful animal. Mm-hmm. But I had I was in my Bible by mm-hmm. then and I was reading about Nimrod, the first hunter, mm-hmm. and I felt if God's all right with Nimrod, he's all right with me and and this is just him hitting me over the head with a fish because I'd been so stubborn for 47 years. That's what I needed. Yeah. And that's what he gave me. I said, well, okay, Lord, I think it's okay if I harvest this animal because I will honor it. Mm-hmm. I will do honor to you by respecting it because yeah. it's your creature. Um, and then I, yeah, that was it. <laughs> so af- after you harvest this moose, and uh, what did your friends think? Well, uh, I'm sure they were just like, uh, well, they couldn't believe it. And I, 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 for me, I was like, why didn't you listen to me? I told you God had spoken to me and told me that we were going to get a moose. Like, (laughs) didn't you hear me last night? And, uh, like it was, there was never a question in my mind that it was going to happen because, and I think for them, it was shock and, um, and they didn't quite know what to do, (laughs) but, um, but no, it was, um. It, 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 no, it's, it's, it's a real thing. And it completely, not the, not the moose, the yeah. relationship with Jesus yeah. totally changed me in, in ways that, uh, I'd never have anticipated yeah. in ways that I wasn't expecting, but it's been an incredible journey. <laughs> wow. So you have like double encounters, like basically you have an encounter in your car with Jesus and, and then the moose, and then the moose encounter, you're kind of sealed in now. <laughs> I, 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 I am. And it was and you, you know, remember, I'm the militant atheist, yeah. right? Who suddenly had this exchange. I remember going to work one day. It's about six weeks after I become a Christian, and my I was a horrible person at work. Horrible, horrible. I went through 14 assistants in two years. Okay. And uh, on one occasion, um, this assistant she was hired, and I said to her, "I'm not going to remember your name because you're not going to be here long enough." Mm. Like that's the kind of guy I was, just like harsh kind of uh, uh, abusive. I yeah. would throw things. I was just a. Yeah. Na- I figured to be a good lawyer, you had to be a yeah. jerk. <laughs> um, and that was kind of my my go to was aggressive, overbearing, demeaning, belligerent. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was my thing. Uh, my assistant uh, comes and knocks on my door, and she says, "Can I have a word?" I'm like, "Oh." Oh no. She comes in and closes the door and she says to me, is everything okay? Like, yeah, of course. What do you mean? Everything okay at home? Like, yeah, everything is great. I'm like, why are you asking me these weird questions? And, um, she said, well, you're, you've changed. You're different. And I'm like, Oh, I love this conversation. And I said, what do you mean? Big grin on my face. And I won't repeat what she said, yeah. but she said, you're no longer a, and she said that. And, uh, beep, beep, beep. I, <laughs> and I said, oh, that's because I have Jesus in my life. And she like stared at me, like her jaw dropped. 
And then she started to laugh, thinking I was kidding. I'm like, no, 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 no. I've been born again. I'm a born again Christian. And Jesus is my Lord and Savior. And she looked at me and she's like, you? <laughs> I'm like, she didn't yep. believe you could get saved. Couldn't believe that of all people in the law firm, it would be Dunford that yeah. would find Jesus. <laughs> so like your character started totally changed. changing it. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's amazing. That's what Jesus does. Some things changed immediately. Yeah. Some things took a little bit longer. Some things I'm still working on. Yeah. But it's an incredible process of not just healing, yeah. but also getting strength yeah. and and being being bold to share the incredible things that Jesus has done and is doing in my life. Yeah. So that's a good uh, leeway. Um, so where are you at now? Like after all of this, so, uh, we, we, we prayed about it and we fasted, uh, because we figured that, okay, God is setting something up and we're supposed to be, we're supposed to do more. Mm -hmm. Um, my wife got saved, um, within like two seconds of me being saved. So that's something else I have to throw in there because we're, we're incredible partnership and lockstep with our relationship with yeah. Jesus, which is really a, a, an incredible blessing. So we were both praying and fasting about it. And it was put on our hearts that we're supposed to um, enter a new season where, being, where we're putting Jesus and sharing our love for him and the center of everything we do. And, for the first few years, that was I was looking for opportunities in my law practice to do that. But um, in the last two years, God um, was working on us, and we realized that what we're actually supposed to do is basically do Jesus full-time um, as ministry. Mm. Uh, and what that looks like is that we've converted our what was the hunt camp, the commercial hunt camp into a space where we um, built, we build cabins and we, um, we bring people like people rent the cabins yeah. out. But I use this as a platform to share with guests what Jesus has done in my life and to share the gospel oh, and, wow. and being very deliberate about when we have guests just looking for opportunities to, to just share what an incredible savior he is and how he loves everybody. Everybody, wow. even if they hate him, and I was in that team for a long time, um, <laughs> he's so faithful. He'll love us. Wow. And guys, I've I've been to the camp. Uh, it's an incredible place. Uh, I'm a believer, but I can see how a non-believer would encounter God there, because every time I go, I just feel the presence of God. Yeah. Uh, it's up in northern Ontario, and I think there is... How many cabins now, Rob? We have... We have four cabins at the moment. We're building a fifth in the spring. Mm -hmm. We're also building an art studio because I want to create a space where people can explore the, 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 the creativity and the imagination that God has put into each and every one of us. And sometimes in spaces, you don't feel comfortable exploring all of that. Mm -hmm. So we're, 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 we're building a, an art studio so we can encourage people to to explore that side of, of the gifts that God has given us. And, uh, so it's, it's, it's a, it, it continues to be a work in progress where wherever the Holy spirit leads us, we'll continue to, to, to build for his kingdom. 
And Camp Blaze is, is so incredible. Not only is there the cabins, but there is outdoor showers. There is uh, an outdoor wood sauna. Yeah, we have wood saunas. We have gathering places so people can do fellowship together. Uh, we have sound gardens so people can experience like auditory experiences. People and can meditate. We have meditation areas. Look at the stars. Yep, yep. Uh, it's, uh, it, 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 it's like a northern safari. <laughs> and and the funny thing is, when we first got the place, there was always almost almost always a tear when we were leaving it. I didn't put that together because I was an atheist at the time. But now I see God was working on our hearts, just being there. And now, like like you just said, we we really do feel the Holy Spirit is in. It's just amazing who He brings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people from retreat. all over the world. All over the world have come. We've had people from all, like all corners of the earth, have come to these cabins in Northern Ontario, and I'm like, I just love what you do, God, and yeah. how you do it, and it's just so amazing that we get to be a part of it. Wow, God is doing so many incredible things in your life, Rob and Nicole's, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's it, so it, cool. it is. I just can't stop talking about yeah. it. <laughs> and this is what Jesus does. He just, he fills you with the, the most joy and the, the, the completeness, the peace, the, the serenity. And, and, and uh, yeah, I, going back to talking about the, 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 the black hole that was, yeah. it, it's, it's incredible what has replaced that, mm-hmm. right? This incredible light, joy, um, and just a hunger to grow more um, in relationship with him. It's such a contrast to what I was filling that hole with before. It's yeah. a, it's just incredible. It is literally from dark to light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. So, Rob, oh, I'm just, I, I've heard some of your testimony, but it's just, I just love hearing it. I just love <laughs> hearing testimonies. And I pray that you guys are encouraged by this also. And, Share it with others. Uh, bring hope to others. I'm just sitting here and I'm wondering, Rob, if you had to share something with our viewers. Uh, maybe they're a believer. Maybe they're not a believer. Wherever they're at, um, what would you share with them? I, I think back to where I was in in that, I'll call it the pit, and that no matter what you think you are, and how you feel, God sees you differently, and we are, you are, literally a masterpiece. Mm. And what you may feel are scars and brokenness, Jesus does and will turn into healing. Mm and his victory and step into that, leave it, rest in it and just let him carry you because that's what he's good at. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Uh, Rob, could you uh, pray for all of our viewers? And uh, before you pray, I just want to let you guys know if you would like to check out Camp Blaze, I will leave uh, that in the comments. Uh, you can click on the link and you can check it out. If if you ever want to get away just to 
uh, enjoy God's creation, enjoy nature, and 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 relax and rewind uh, in Northern Ontario, even in the winter. Uh, these places the winter. are heated, <laughs> yeah. and you can come and and I promise you that you will feel renewed. Um, so I'm just excited for what God's doing at Camp Blaze, and yeah, Rob, can you? Pray for us and pray for the viewers. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Father. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here, for filling us, and for the opportunity to just share how much we love you, how much you love us, which is something that we will never be able to wrap our heads around. But what we can do is rest in your love. And just, I pray, Lord, that people have been encouraged, not by what Brody and I have said, but what you have done and continue to do in the lives of, of, of people. And I pray, Lord, that people get encouragement that even someone as broken and as lost and as hateful as me you don't give up. You continue to pursue and you continue to give grace. I just thank you, Lord, so much for, for that and, and, and for the, the hearts of, of people that have listened, that they, that they be postured so that they receive you, Lord. They receive the love that you shower upon them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Rob, for coming on the Life on Fire podcast. It was incredible. It, it, thank you so much for having me. And I just, again, thank you for what you do and for inspiring and encouraging so many people, including me. You are on fire. We are on fire because he is on fire. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and remember, guys, live a life on fire. <laughs> we will see you guys soon. Bye-bye.